Chris and Thelma are given a channel to watch on the TV. They talk about it, and now it's a podcast. It's TV Cups. No, this is freezing. No, it's fucking cold. <laughs> We're not going to make it this winter. No. I see a big cobweb over there. We need to get. No, we don't. Yeah. It's protect us from flies. Uh, hey, <laughs> and welcome to TV Crafts. Uh, I'm Chris. And I'm Thelma. And uh, we're going to talk about television while watching television. Uh, Thelma, we haven't recorded this podcast in two months. It's been a very long time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's a whole season change since we've uh, last recorded the podcast. I know. We have a lot of shows that we missed pretty yeah. much entirely. Yeah. And it's not even worth talking about anymore. No. <laughs> Um, but basically, if you haven't listened before, uh, each month, Thelma and I ask the Internet's supercomputer to give us three completely random TV channels. Uh, then we pick one of those channels, and we watch it for an hour, and we barely pay attention to it, but yeah. it's, it's kind of a jumping-off point for yeah. talking about other television stuff. It's true. Um, so, while we're thinking of it, let's go over to the Internet's supercomputer and find out what the first channel is. I think I'm going to flip the script, and I'm going to say I think you should pull the lever. I should pull the lever. Because historically, I've always done it. Okay. I do have my strong, manly muscles. That's Here true. we go. Perfect. All right, the first one is 636. So let's see what we got. Excuse oh me. my God. Should edit that out? Nope. <laughs> uh, let's see. Aerial America. Oh, God. Maryland and Delaware have historic sites going back to the colonial times. All right. You got to remember, I don't have anything to write it down. Okay. I'm going to pull the, the thing again. Do it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Scared the cat. Beep, bop, bop. Computer noise. Boop. <laughs> uh, six, seven, nine. Nine. Oh. Rise of the Zombies. Yeah. The second half of a sci-fi movie, which might be pretty sweet. Yeah. I think that might be the one with Danny Trejo in it. Really? I think so. Oh, yeah, we should do that one, I think. But let's see what the third thing right. is. 636, 679. Yep. And... A movie called I Don't Know How She Does It. You know how she does it. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of movie. <laughs> I don't a know. A married woman attempts to balance her time between her job and family. Well, that just sounds like real life, and what's awesome about that? Yeah, well, fuck that. We're going to watch that zombie Done and right. done. The choice has been made. Woohoo! Rise of the Zombies. <laughs> I like that zombie. Oh, I think it's just like... I think it just starts at seven, so we're gonna catch what? the beginning of Rise of the Seven zombies. and nine. Not too bad. Oh shit. Yeah, by the way, it's seven o'clock on a Thursday. So these are yeah. the, the television choices that this we have. This is what we get to choose from. People. Pretty riveting stuff. Yeah. Which Halloween is this? I think it's like Halloween twelve. This is the one with um with LL Cool J, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, and then she like chops off his head. Not LLs, but the you know, Mike Myers, dude. Good for J.B. Lee Curtis, though. In what respect? She's doing Activia commercials. She's talking about pooping. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Good for her. Well, I mean, it's 90 I guess somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to, you know, bite the bullet on that. <laughs> but I mean, like, honestly, though, like, she didn't get, like, too much work done. And I think I like yeah, that about her. I do, too. Yeah. You know, she is older woman. It's hard for them to get roles, which is probably why she's doing Activia commercials. She did, like, but... age fairly gracefully, because she wasn't that good looking to begin with. Yeah, I mean, like, she I had big like boobs, she... but... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, like, a claim to fame was, like, her... she always had a good body, and then she had, like, a man manny face. Yeah, well, she's got man that face. strong jaw. So it does it. It's that strong structure of the jaw. Big old jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Tickle jaws. All right, it's about to start. Oh my God! It's Rise of the Zombies, a sci-fi original production, <laughs> which we think uh, stars 
Donnie, Donnie, Danny Trejo. Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Danny Trejo. Donnie, what's the other one? Osmond. Donnie Osmond, Jesus Christ. All right, here we go. Rise of the Zombies. It has begun. Zooming right. in on some kind of city. Oh, there's zombies already. Wow, they Shit. did not waste any time. They're, Full on zombie they're attacks. Right in it. Okay, so there's a bunch of really bad zombie makeups. This yeah, is going to be awesome. Great. Well, sci fi, they have no money. Yeah. Don't your folks watch sci fi original movies like Yeah, constantly? my stepdad is like obsessed with them. And, um,. My mom made a point of telling me that we should watch the Jersey Shore shark attack one. Which I was, think we've seen some of that. We did. We? we did. And it's like the worst acting in a porn movie. Yeah, but then like, there's never any porn. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, I guess that's what a sci-fi movie is. Yeah, right. It's just like porn acting without the nudity. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, pretty bad. This is looking rough so far. All right. So people I think are... they're in San Francisco. There's a lot yeah, of hills. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, one thing we can talk about is our recent jam, since we have not uh, talked about what we've been watching in two months, That's is a good point. we got real, like, super fucking into these murder shows. Oh, yeah, on Discovery um, ID. Yeah, ID Discovery. Yeah. Um, they have, like, 50, like, uh, they have a ton of different shows. They're all the same. Yeah, yeah. And some of the actors are in, like, different shows. It's mm-hmm. like they have a set amount of actors for the entire network. Now, the ID Discovery murder show mm-hmm. <laughs> channel, I think it's relatively new, but like a while ago, they used to have a similar channel that was like Forensic Files mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But like that was like more scientific. Was it its own channel? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So it would be like back-to-back like murder case investigations mm-hmm. and like would do like autopsy reports and stuff. And that was badass. Yeah, these are all just like dramatizations. Like they're yes. about real cases and stuff. But right. it's all like cheesy acting like a sci-fi channel. Right, and it's more around the respect of, oh, what happened? Not yeah. like how to piece it together afterwards, but mm-hmm. like, oh, Bobby had a girl on the side and Karen yeah. sliced her neck open And the, it's the voiceover that really does it. Yeah. Because it's like, they'll have actors, but usually the actors don't even and talk like they're yeah. just like acting out a little scene right and then the voiceover is like like really kind of making light oh my god it's unbelievable. like it's really campy and just like um, it's just like so saturated with like sarcasm yeah and, and it's, it's like just... oh but he was a really bad boy and yeah he's like, well wait a minute he just killed his wife right exactly with a pickaxe or something so like, like it's it, terrible things are happening i gotta imagine that they get complaints from people that are like family of yeah, the victims, victims families yeah all because the time, it's I like they're just like you know, making light of all this stuff. And I think one of the worst sh- shows on that channel that we watched was um, Who the Bleep Did I Marry? Yes. And it was the woman who was married to uh, the Green River Killer. Yeah. And that was just so sad. Yeah, that one was a bummer. Yeah, because she, she seemed was... like a really nice lady. Yeah. And, like, she was, like, weird, but, like, you know, like, she But not, like, overly weird. No, like, she seemed like she would have, like, three cats. Yeah. As opposed to, like, 20. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, she like... She was a three-cat lady, not more. Yeah, and, like, the first man she married, like, ended up, um being gay and yeah. she like stayed with him and then mm-hmm. she was like well you know I can't do this and then so she was heartbroken from that and then she met this man who she loved to death and thought she had a really they were married for like with. 30 years or some bullshit oh, it like, was like a long a time a really long time and then he was like nope I've been killing like 80 people well I think all the worst time. part of it was that he kept insisting that he was innocent and the trial was broadcasted mm-hmm. and it wasn't until the trial when they were like how do you plea and he was, yeah, like, he was like guilty, guilty as shit, as shit. I killed all those people. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you about it in yeah, a really and she saw nonchalant it on TV, way. Right? Yeah. Oh, that blows. Yeah. And, like, he still, like, mails her, like, love letters and stuff. Yeah. But You in... picked the most downer. Well, no, I'm going to tie <laughs> it back. Even out of the murder shows. Hold on, I'm going to tie it back. <laughs> because during the um, the show, the, you know, the 
the announcer who was like talking mm-hmm. about you know the timeline of events was like, and then she thought he was at work. And it was like, dude, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he murdered so many people. Yeah, they really kind of reveled in it. It was really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which other ones do we watch on there? Deadly women. Yeah, yeah. Deadly women. Wicked attractions. Yeah. That's oh, that's the, best. the other thing is that. Um, we they always have these like it's it's gross as shit but it's like they're always like kind of sexy murder shows yes it's always about like somebody having an affair and then yeah. somebody kills one of the other people involved in the affair yeah so it's all reenactments with actors mm-hmm. so it's always you know good looking actors mm-hmm. because they're actors right and that's who they cast in TV shows right so it's always like these good looking like twenty somethings like in softcore cable TV porn. Right, yeah, with the booze and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, they do like the little recap where it's like they tell you where these people are now and then they show the real pictures of the actual people. And they always look like trash. And rush. they look awful. Yeah. It's like, wow, they yeah. were so far off. Oh, yeah. And it's like, hey, I've been doing meth for the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. I've got three teeth left. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but Megan Fox is on the TV show yeah. portraying me. Um, I guess that's a good thing for them. Yeah, I don't know, you know. probably good for ratings. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching the show here. It's got the former fat guy from American History X. Yeah. Oh, there's Danny. There's Trejo. Danny Trejo. And I think there's Mariel Hemingway. I was going to say Margaret Hemingway. I, it, One of them she's is somebody. dead. I think. Yeah. The one yeah. that isn't dead probably. <laughs> probably. Most likely. She might be a zombie. <laughs> if we're tying it back in to Rise of the Zombies. Yeah. Yeah, she's got those weird cheekbones. I think this is the one that was in Superman, like, 7. You would know more than they. Did you watch any of the Supermans? Lord, no. Really? Not even the first one? No. I'm no. a girl. Not even... Oh, come on. I wasn't on. into that shit. The original Superman is like a classic. Fuck though. that. Oh, no. man. Um, <laughs> speaking of classics, I think we'd share this. I, I'm imagining. I, I'm not sure if we ever talked about it, but hmm. one of my jams on ABC back in the day which might have been TGIF, I'm not sure, but it was uh, Boy Meets World. I think it was. Back in the 90s. Yeah. I think, like, early 90s, right? Yeah. And it came out fairly recently, in the last couple of weeks, that they're doing, uh, like, a spin-off sequel really? show to Boy Meets World, and it's called Girl Meets World. It's, but it's never it's, gonna work. It's Cory and Topanga's kid. It's never gonna work. Really? No, because so you much You might be right, changed. though. Yeah, like, family TV anymore yeah. is, like, modern family. Right, exactly. So, like, girl means world. Like, what's she going to do? Go get plan B? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the whole... She's going to meet the world hard. Yeah. <laughs> the whole... I mean, like, you know, kids these days aren't kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm really interested to see what kind of take they, they put on this. Yeah, like, I, I was reading up on it, and they, like, it, it's still, you know, it's ABC, so it's Disney-owned. So it's always, it's going to be... Yeah. Supposedly family fresh, friendly. Fudgy. Right. Fudgy. Fudgy. It's going to be family fudgy. <laughs> but the the Disney um, like boilerplate about it said that like it's going to be edgy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Which Disney as edgy, I'm not sure what that entails. Really. Well, that just means that they're going to get complaints from a million moms across America or whatever the hell that organization is. Mm-hmm. We had that in my job. Because we had a commercial that came on between that Pretty Little Liar show or whatever. I don't know. It's something like ABC Family. <laughs> How bad can it be? And they literally sent us about 3,000 email complaints before I was able to block the, Wait, the emails why? from coming in. Because we were showing our products on a commercial break of that show. Therefore, we were supporting the moral values of the show. 
What was what wrong with the moral values of the show? I don't know. They were like a bunch of bitches. Was there like around. a gay guy on the show? There something? might have been. And I oh, think like God the girls were like mini skirts and oh like, you know, little teenage clothes. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so, <laughs> kids these days. And their teenage clothes. <laughs> mini and, skirts. And their gap. <laughs> <laughs> That's relevant, right? Yeah, totally. Okay. Right? Um, something else I found out while I was... Uh, researching the the Boy Meets World sequel. Yeah. Was that Mr. Feeney yeah. is 85 fucking years old. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah, he's still kicking, and God bless him. Good for him. But that makes me sad. Yeah, right? Like, he is 85. Like, he was old back then. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it he makes sense. He didn't seem sense. that bad, though. He didn't seem that fucking yeah, old. Yeah, he seemed like he was, like, 60, yeah. maybe? Yeah, well, when was the show on? Early 90s. Yeah. yeah so we're, we're old, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a bummer. What's up? <laughs> I do... I, I found the um, the uh, description of the show or, like, the pitch of the show oh, from Disney. Share. All right. Riley is the daughter of Corey Matthews and Topanga Lawrence. She is a 13-year-old juggling all of life's obstacles, some of those being her father, who is also her 7th grade history teacher. So I guess he's going to be the Feeny. Uh-huh. Her mother, who is Topanga, that has no job, apparently, and her brother, Elliot, who is one grade older, according to EW Entertainment. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Riley's best friend, Maya, is a bit edgier and darker, but is absolutely magnetic and fiercely loyal. So she's a wild card of the show. I guess so. She's what's What was the other guy's name? Oh, uh, f- did we begin with a J? Uh, you, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell is his name? Shit, people are going to be mad about yeah, this. Yeah, they are. I know the dude's real life name is Ryder Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was in Captain Fever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, oh, shit. fuck. Okay. Uh-oh. Every, <laughs> in case you haven't listened before, uh, every show, we usually consult Siri on my iPhone to help us with problems that we have and give yes. us some information. Yes. So I'm going to ask her the question. <laughs> and it usually goes terribly bad. Yes. What TV shows has Ryder Strong been in? Let me check on that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Would you like me to search the web for what TV shows has Ryder Strong been in? <laughs> been on? Alright. Searching the web for what TV shows has Ryder Strong been in? Look <laughs> <laughs> like IMDb it. Yeah. This is, this is terrible yeah. radio. It was Corey Topanga. Fucking A, man. Are you looking it up? I'm going to keep talking. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm going to talk keep about other it. stuff. Yeah. Fucking Siri. Um, something else we're going to get off of Boy Meets Girl Meets World Meets Girl Meets World. Um, <laughs> two shows that we watched and are just went off not too long ago were... Um... Sean Hunter. Sean! Yep. God damn it. Yeah, I was way off of Okay. That. What did you say? G? Yeah, J. Either way. Yeah. Oh shit, LeVar Burton is in a zombie movie. What? There are a lot of people in this. Yeah, there is a lot of people in this. <laughs> I think they're in Alcatraz now. Yeah, I think they're they zombies are. and uh, reading His... rainbows up in the mix. Yeah, Kunta Kinte. <laughs> um, but anyhow, two shows that we watched over the fall. <laughs> sure. <laughs> on, on the uh, it's so- very cold here, just so everybody yeah, it's knows. freezing. Yeah, it's like winter. Um, but we watched on the Sci-Fi Channel were Face Off. Yes. And Hot Set. Yes. Which were, I think, like the only reality shows, really, that we watch anymore. Yeah, we don't really watch much of reality TV. But if people haven't been checking them out, like, it's probably an acquired taste. I'm not sure if everybody would like it. But um, it's basically, like, it's it's people doing practical stuff. Like, they have to make uh, movie makeup, like, yeah. monster makeup. Yeah. Or they have to design the set and build the set. But it, it's not time. like they've never done it before. Like, these are people in the industry that go on the show to 
try to, you know, gain notoriety mm-hmm. in their field. So they are pretty well versed in what they're doing, but they put like parameters around it that have like time restrictions and uh, very specific challenges that they have to complete um, that normally under circumstances would probably take a lot longer to do. Yeah. And they, it's always like in three days or something, they have to yeah. do all this shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it's really interesting. Like, even if you're not like in the movie makeup like which i'm not particularly into it but right like it's cool seeing how they do it yeah it is and like what they use to make like spider webs is uh what was it hot glue and, and like, like a compressed blow dryer air. or something yeah, yeah it and really it's just cool. like you do the hot glue with the glue gun and then blow the air on it and it just makes spider webs which i would have known how to do yeah that. it was really it, it's it's very informative but it's like it's a reality show and they still have reality show contrivances and stuff right. like they'll have dumb sound effects mm-hmm and they'll have, like, fake drama where, like, in the beginning of the episode, somebody is talking about how, like, oh, I'm definitely going to get kicked off this week. My thing was so bad. Yeah, but it's not like Susan Joe's yeah. a hoe bag and, you know, I want to get her off the show. Yeah, but it's still better than most reality shows. Agreed. But those those are really good. And I think it's coming back in January. It is, yeah. Like that. But January. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend those two shows. Yeah, they're cool. Uh, something else that we saw, and actually we sort of lost track of, but we saw the first couple episodes, was 666 Park Avenue. Yes, on ABC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was mostly because um, Locke from Lost was uh, the guy. Yeah, he was the main character mm-hmm. of the show. It's not bad. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a, an Alcatraz show, where it's like it definitely has a specific format that, you know, at a certain point, like at the half hour mark, is going to be like, okay. This is go time for whatever they're setting up for the yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know that it's going to pretty much wrap everything up in a nice little bow, but leave one little thing out. Mm-hmm. So you watch it the next week. We, and I, I don't think we talked about this on the last podcast either, but we started trying to watch that Revolution show because it's like J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Like we're big Lost fans, so it's like anybody connected to it will give it a shot. Yeah. So we watched the first one and was like, eh, it's all right, but maybe like it'll get better. And then yeah. it didn't really. And we're like, okay, fuck that. Yeah. And, and this, I, I think the Park Avenue show is at least better than that one was. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know if it's because the premise of the show, um, Revolution, is limited because it is such a major, um, you know, main storyline that there isn't any power. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's only so much that these characters can do per episode. Yeah. You know, like, they're we're on foot. Farm. Yeah, like what the hell like you're not gonna go to we're Chicago. Sit and whittle. Yeah, exactly. And then go to Florida to find your cousin in like the same episode. <laughs> but magically they did. But <laughs> they went to Florida to find I don't know. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but they were like in a farm then they were like in fucking downtown. Yeah, then they were Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah, and yeah, like kind of like weird. half a day. And also like just because of the central conceit of the show is it's like post not really post-apocalyptic but like yeah shit went down so like right everything's overgrown and there's like bands of hoodlums and shit yeah but like it costs so much money that they don't have like it lo- looks kind of shitty yeah and i think also related to that with the money issue the main character the girl mm-hmm. really just got under my skin because she was such a bad actress i'm pretty sure and i think i read something that backs it up but i'm pretty sure the reason that she's the main character at all is mm-hmm. because of the fucking hunger games Ah, uh, yeah. And it probably started out with a, 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 a much stronger central character. Yeah. But then they were like, do you know who would really carry this show? <laughs> it's a teenage girl with like a bow and arrow. Totally. For no reason. <laughs> and she's just all like freaking out the whole time. Well, thank you, America, for that. Yeah, fucking Hunger Games. <laughs> I like those books okay. And yeah. now, like, after we saw the movie, it's like, eh, fuck. Yeah, well, what was the movie that we saw that it just completely opened up the door that you can tell that the 
author just completely ripped off the idea for the books from that movie. From The Hunger Games? Yeah, I think it was... Um... Oh, Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is... Japanese? Racism? <laughs> the Orient. <laughs> came from the Orient. Oh, we got a commercial going on here. First one. Red Dawn. Commercial for re- the remake of Red Dawn with <laughs> That stupid Thor? guy. Yeah. He, he's the same guy that was in um, Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I strongly recommend if you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods yet, you should watch that. Yeah, that was that, badass. That was good. That was good. I don't know. That guy who plays Thor. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, it's the same guy, right? They, they yeah, like, yeah, he is. Like he has an older brothers, brother. Yeah, like, I don't fucking just know. Just a bunch of Australian big guys. I mean, he's cool to look at. All right. But as I, far as right. talking is concerned, no. No? No. <laughs> I thought he was, like, I think he's a good actor. He was good in the Avengers and shit. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> like, I get it. He's just like a muscly guy, but he's better than some muscly yeah, guys. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got a commercial for Sw- Swiffer. 360, baby. 360s. We have those. Hot. Yeah, it's a shit. I dust our, our fans with those. Yep. <laughs> America. That's how we dust our fans. Adult. <laughs> anyway, what else can we talk about with 666 Park Avenue? Um, the fucking dumbass girl who's like one of the main characters of the show. <laughs> Always just wanders to the basement. Yeah, okay. So the premise of the show, 666 Park Avenue. Is Devil's case, Advocate. Yeah. It basically is exactly like Devil's Advocate. Uh-huh. So John Locke is, um, I guess, the devil. Or the yeah. devil's minion. I don't Something fucking like know. And uh, so he has this, like, apartment building, and so it's, like, the main characters are him, the chick, the blonde-haired girl, <laughs> and her boyfriend. And they're, like, the maintenance managers of the building. Yeah, for, like, a hundred grand a year or something. Yeah, like, something ridiculous. Yeah, it's and, weird. like, the, the devil's wife takes her out to get, like, a Versace dress or some shit, and it's just very... It's exactly Yeah, like just watch The Devil's Advocate. Advocate. Yeah. But the girl... You know, she's very inquisitive by nature, and mm-hmm. she wants to know the history of yeah. the building. Obviously. And, yeah. <laughs> so, she always wanders into the basement by herself in the middle of the night, barefoot. Mm-hmm. And, like, all this crazy shit happens to her down there, but she keeps going back. Yeah. Well, you gotta see what's up. Yeah. She's she's the maintenance manager. That's true. She's gotta keep an eye on that or shit. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I went and saw... I don't know what year it came... Okay. We're going to ask Suri this. Oh, Jesus. But I went and saw uh, Devil's Advocate with my parents. Oh, that's a little theater, awkward. And there is some tits. Yeah. There are tits in that movie. And Charlize, there, right? I think so. And yeah, that yeah, other yeah. Girl. And that other chick, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, were a couple, there were a couple pairs in there. Yeah, there were some titties. And it was, you know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I bet Suri, you Suri, what year did Devil's Advocate come out? Let me check on that. Would you like me to search the web for what year did Devil's Advocate? <laughs> God damn it. What year did the movie Devil's Advocate come out? Which one? Oh, shit. Wow. I got it. You got it? I think so. There's one called Devil's Advocate in 95 and another called The Devil's Advocate in 97. I feel like it's probably 95. No, it can't be that old. I have a theory about 1995. There were so many good movies that came out in 1995. Devil's Advocate was released January 1st, 1995. No, I'm wrong. This yeah, one is 97, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to the bottom of that. How about that? So I was... Uh-huh. I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So you were in eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah. What does that make like? So you were 14? 13 to 14. Yeah. yeah. You were probably 14. 13. I was a young one. Oh, yeah, because your birthday's in September. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good age for me to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. But it was not a good age to watch that movie with my parents. No, that's a little awkward. Yeah, it was quite awkward. Yeah. It's amazing that that movie was still good, considering that Keanu Reeves was like the main actor. Mm-hmm. That was what's what's his name? Not De Niro, Pacino. Pacino, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yes. Pacino. Mm-hmm. That was in his full-on, I'm going to yell every line of this yeah. motherfucking movie <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Yep. <laughs> like, in the script, you know, stuff. it's like, pensively. Yeah, like, exactly. Quietly and forebodingly. And he's just like... He's like, and then... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got this one. Fucking. It's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's a good pull. Right? I'm spot on with that, I think. Uh, what else are we watching? We also tried, um, Last Resort on ABC. We only watched one of those. I forgot that's, all about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. That's that submarine show. Clearly that made an impression. I forgot we mm-hmm. even watched that. I think that was our martini night. Yes. I might be wrong about that. Nope. But that might explain correct. it, right? Yep. Yep. But it has, uh, Andre Brower, who's really a good actor. Yeah. And it's, like, about a submarine. It's like, okay, I'll, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. I'll give this a go. What's up? And it was okay. Yeah, it was, Yeah. yeah. No. It got better towards the end, but I, I don't give that yeah, much Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit. If I read reviews or something and it looks like it's going to be really right. good, yeah. then I might watch it again. Yeah, maybe. But it didn't, it didn't seem that good. No. Um, what What else have we watched? We don't really watch that much. I know. Which it's is pretty sad because gonna, we have a podcast about TV shows. I know. Well, actually, it's it's a misconception. Oh. Yes. I know what we can talk about. <laughs> what can we talk about? Not to be a bummer again. Oh, shit. But the um, the Amish show. Oh, yeah. That was so sad. What the hell's the name of it? It's on TLC. Breaking Amish. Breaking Amish, yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, right? Yeah, because it's like a spin on Breaking Bad. Yeah, but definitely but not, not anywhere really. near the same. Yeah. When did, we didn't really watch that, though, did we? We, we watched, watched like bit. 20 minutes of it, and we had to turn it off because it was so sad. Yeah, it was it was a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just put these kids in New York City, mm-hmm. and they're like, have at it. And it's it's, it's so kind of sweet because all the kids are just like sweet and doe-eyed and stuff. But like also, they're gonna be so jaded though. Yeah, they're in Manhattan, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a fucking reality show. Yeah, like if it was just them going to Manhattan and just sort of learning the ropes mm-hmm. on their own. Yeah, like they still have. It's not broadcast for all of America to see. No, and God bless it. It's fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it's good TV, but mm-hmm. like it's also a bummer. Yeah, because these kids are not gonna cope well. No. And this girl got, like, it, uh, what the part we saw was, like, a girl, a, a teenager, I guess. Yeah. But she went and got, like, a haircut for the first time yeah. or something in, like, a salon. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, man, I'm all beautiful now. Like, it was like, oh, man. Yeah, it's like, dude, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're going to get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah. <laughs> in a big, big way. Because they're, like, f- more or less full-grown adults with the, the social awareness of, like, a 12-year-old. Yes, and that's why we in terms of like sex and money and everything, and they're in Manhattan. Yeah, exactly. Like the one girl was like walking up to people, asking them if they knew where all the good Puerto Rican neighborhoods were because (laughs) she's part Puerto Rican. She was adopted by her Amish family. Where the Puerto Ricans at? Yeah, and like everybody would just walk by her or curse at her, and Mm -hmm. like I felt so bad for her because she just wanted to find out about her heritage and had no idea how to do it. Yeah, and she's asking strangers in again. It's fucking New York. Like. (laughs) They're going to go up and try and talk to people in New York yeah. all the time. Yeah, and they're going to get stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just asking about fucking butter and fences yeah. and shit, and it's not going to go well. No, it's not. Uh, what else have we been watching? This zombie movie is, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they're like uh, all They're just the... riding around in rafts. Mm-hmm. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. Jordy LaForge is in, <laughs> is in uh, uh, I am? what's the name of it? <laughs> we, we said it like I'm fucking 50 times. The the uh, prison in San Alcatraz. Francisco. Alcatraz. 
I was going to say Attica. Attica? And then I was going to say York. Atlantis. New York. Yeah. Uh, we've been watching The Office for the most part. Yeah, we've been watching that. I think we're pretty up to date on that. Yeah, we're not missing too many episodes. Yeah. Eh. It's better than last season. Agreed. It has more good moments, but yeah. still, it's obviously on its last legs. It's We're really only watching it because it's going to be the last season. Yeah, basically, we're just waiting for the last episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm hoping um, Steve Carell comes back. I don't, I'm not sure if I don't know if he will. snag him or not. He, it doesn't seem like he's been back, right? Yeah, but like if it's the last episode of the whole show... Then, I don't know. I don't know. He seems like a nice enough guy that he'd yeah, just like, show up. I think it's like 15 minutes worth of work. It would be like um, scheduling issues, I think. Yeah. That would prevent him doing that. Uh, another thing I heard that's semi-related was for a long time the rumor, and not, I guess not even a rumor because it was in production or whatever, but they were going to do a spin-off show with Dwight. Yeah. And like his family, and they were going to be like on a farm. Uh-huh. And, and they put the kvash on that? Yeah, they, they cut that shit. I think that might have been for the best. Yeah, I agree. Because Dwight by himself is just fucking annoying. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, he's he's a good foil. Like, he's yeah. good in small doses, interacting yeah. with other people. Exactly. But, like, it, too much of it. By himself, yeah, it's just it's like, okay, I need to get away from this. No, I completely agree with you. Yeah, me too. So that got the kibosh. Um, they put some kind of fake drama in with Jim and Pam. Yeah. I don't know. Because the whole basis of that is, like, like they're two, like, nice... People who, like, fell in love. Right. Like, they just leave it at that. Like, like they don't have to make fake drama should, like, to try and make it more interesting. Yeah, like, honestly, like, the drama is, like, oh, should we invest in this? Or, you know, we have kids now. Yeah. I mean, that's just life. That's not really drama. It's, it's just, you Yeah, know. it's not at all. Yeah. I, I think the end game, and we can, um, we'll, we'll uh, check back in when the final episode does and see if I was right. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm wondering, like, the likable characters, I think they're going to try and get the fuck out of the office. Yeah. And they're all going to get other jobs someplace else. Because yeah. it's just become terribly depressing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and it was always sort of like a theme of the show. is like right. office life is depressing. Right, yeah. It fucking mundane. sucks. Yeah. But it's like, now it's just like, they're just making it miserable Yeah, it's just at fucking work. awful. So it's like yeah. everybody that we like either right. is going to get out of there. Right. Or it's like, well, that's kind of a bummer. Right. <laughs> that they just leave them there to die <laughs> Yeah. When the show ends. It's like, oh, you hate your life and can't do anything about it? Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see anything else good with the office uh, Andy um, the boss now that Steve Carell left yeah I like the actor a lot I do too he's really funny yeah but he's a good he seems like a nice guy I think it's just the, the, the character, character is so bad yeah he's awful and like Michael Scott Steve Carell's character was unlikable at times right but like always deep down he was trying and like he was a nice right. guy and mm-hmm. stuff and that always like it was always sort of a like, you know, a little bit of a sugar pill with right. his acting out. You know? Yeah, and and I think that's probably where they went wrong, was that they're like, okay, we're going to stay true to Andy's character, to yeah. the core. Which they did. Like, they kept right. his character true to his character, but he was a supporting character. Right. And his whole deal was, like, he's annoying with not many redeeming qualities. Right, and, like, honestly, I just, if I worked in an environment like that, like, I would hate him. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, a byproduct of that is just naturally I'm turned off by his character on the show. Yeah. You know? No, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're probably going to stick it out. Yeah. Um, even if we don't watch it, like, when it's really on, we'll probably watch it on demand or something yeah. eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're going to get into a part of the show that is going to have some mild spoilers. We're about at the halfway point, so... Um, if we name a show that you are currently watching or mm-hmm. you're not completely up to date on, uh, you know, be, be warned <laughs> yeah. that we're, we're going to talk about the plot of these shows. So you've made it through half an hour. I hope you enjoyed the half an hour. Congratulations. And we'll catch you next time. 
Uh, for everybody else, uh, we are going to talk about parks and recreation. Yes, So, we again, are. if you're not up to date, then, um, you know, we'll see you soon. Um, parks and Rec, I don't think we talked about it, actually. I don't think it was back, maybe? We were watching the it last show on we Netflix. Yeah. So we might have talked about it in that respect. Yeah, maybe catching up on yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. But what are we in the, I want to say the fourth season? Fourth or fifth? Something like that. Yeah. The, the newest one, the one yeah. that's airing right now. Um, so when it came back, Leslie is officially a council woman now, yes. right? In Pawnee. Yeah. Because she won the election last season. Yep. Um, her boyfriend, Ben, is in Washington running a campaign or something. Right. He was a campaign manager. Yeah. And he was doing that. And, um, April went with him. Yep. April went down there with Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy was working to become a cop. Yeah. But he's still working. becoming a cop. In the, uh, Parks and Rec department. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main, the gist yeah. of it, right? Yeah, and Ron Swanson's still there, and, um... And Chris. And Chris, and, uh, uh... What the hell's his name? Which one? The one that... Jerry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jerry's the best one. <laughs> yeah. And Tom. Yep. And Donna. Yeah. Is that everyone? Yep. Okay, we did that it. That was tough. <laughs> um, it's... Thus far, I forget how many shows we're in at this point. Five or six or Three something. or four. Really? Is it only that? Well, the hurricane. Yeah, they bumped some because of the hurricane. Yeah. And then something and else then something happened. something else happened. And, yeah. yeah. So maybe not that many. Yeah. Um, thus far, it's not my favorite season, but it's still really, really good. Yeah. I Like, I don't know. I it's love still, the show. Like, it's still my favorite comedy Agreed. on TV. It, it is my favorite comedy not. as well. Um, and I think the reason why I like it so much, and for people that watch the show might be able to identify with this, is that although it's hilarious, mm-hmm. there's still, like, those uh, running current themes of, you know, these characters genuinely are good people. Yeah, everyone is likable. Yes. And it's, it's like we were talking about with the uh, Steve Carell and Michael Scott thing. Yeah. Like, they, even when they're doing something obnoxious or there's, they're being annoying right. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they're fleshed out as likable people that Correct. we want to watch on TV. Yeah. So, like, e- even when they're annoying, you still want to watch them on TV. Right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a feel-good show. It is. Like, it's, they're big laughs. It's mm-hmm. really funny. But sometimes there's, like, this underlying currents of, like, you know, this is an issue. Yeah. So, you know, they do kind of touch base on real-life issues that people Yeah, and it is fairly grounded for it the is. most part. Like, yeah. they sort of made a world that's not that far off from the real world. Exactly. But then they kind of keep to those rules, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. Um, do-do-do. Ron Swanson is dating Xena, Warrior Princess. <laughs> yes, and she has two children. And, and he hates her children, <laughs> which is funny. And he snapped one of their crowns in half. Yeah. And they were a princess for Halloween, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, Ron Swanson is still awesome. Yeah, he's like badass. Um, but the big one, and like we said, we're only a couple episodes deep, but mm-hmm. the, like towards the end of one of the episodes... Ben was still down in Washington, and Leslie right. was, like, house hunting without him, mm-hmm. and then he had a chance for, like, another job someplace that would in keep Florida. kept him farther away for longer. Right. So it was, like, it was, like, legitimately, like, it's like this, oh, this could be an actual yeah. problem. Yeah. Or this could be a write-off of a character on the show. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I guess Ben flew back, and then he proposed to Leslie. Yes. Which, which was, was really very nice. cute. Mm-hmm. And it, that's another thing, like, in a comedy... Yeah. Like, there are very few things where, like, I, like it warmed my heart when that happened. I like, agree. It was a really nice moment because mm-hmm. I gave a shit about these two characters. I it was agree. like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's really nice that they're going to get married. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that also introduced, and I know we talked about Breaking Bad on the show before, but um, Mike from ba- Breaking Bad, yep. who's one of the best characters, yeah. is Ben's dad. Yes. And we just, I think that was the last one that, to air, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. And there's one airing tonight, but, you know. Yeah. Surprise, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. I, I don't understand why this show is so low rated. Parks and Rec? Yeah. I think it's that, like really tanking in the ratings every single year, and I don't know why. It's like everybody I talk to, like nobody watches the show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, somebody has to be watching the fucking show because yeah. it's still on. It's hanging in there. It's all fucking TV podcasters and like critics. Yeah, well, and honestly, then, like, five other people in America. And I if think, you're one of those five listeners, fucking God bless you. But it's the best show. You it should really watch is. It. And I think half the problem is, is that they moved around the time slot so much. Like, mm-hmm. NBC just can't seem to get their shit together. I think it's always been Thursday, though. It's always been Thursday, but they moved it from, like, 8.30. I think it was, like, 8 o'clock at once, and I was on at, what, 9.30? 9 or 9.30. Yeah. But, like, back in the day, a couple of seasons ago, when Parks and Rec was, like, really in its stride, it was like, The Office was still at least half decent. Yeah. And Community was still on. Yeah. And then Parks and Rec was on. Like, that was, I think, the only night when I was like, I'm going to watch TV when it happens. Like, well, I'm going to watch TV on Thursday night. Is that the lineup for NBC isn't as strong as it used to be at all. Yeah, that's true. You know? So I think that has something to do with it because not as many people are tuning in for anything else. Yeah. The, yeah, The Office still has a draw, I guess, but it's not much anymore. And no. it, it, if anything, it's people like us that are just there to watch the last season. Right, exactly. Community isn't even on anymore. Yeah. I think I heard that's coming back in February. I don't like know. It's all rumors. Yeah, but anyway, watch fucking Parks and Recreation, guys. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's it really so, so is. good. And I think they have all the um, seasons on Netflix, if you get down like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have them on iTunes. Yeah. They probably have a, at least some of it on, like, on demand. And but even so, you can just hop into an episode. Yeah, it's not it's that story-based that, story that you yeah. don't know what's going on. Exactly. But yeah, watch that show. Mm-hmm. Um, another show that we caught up on Netflix, at least I did, because I didn't see the first season of it. Right. Um, but we are caught up on American Horror Story. Yes, we are. So we watched the whole first season on Netflix mm-hmm. in, like, a mad rush. There weren't that many episodes. Yeah, I think this is standard. And it was just, like, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, it's trippy as balls sometimes. Oh, yeah. But it's I'm glad I watched it. It was a good show. And now we're into the second season. Yeah. And it's also kind of trippy. I kind of like it because they definitely do a nod to the classic horror movies in mm-hmm. different episodes and certain scenes. It's like, oh, okay. That's yeah, a tribute to that. Psycho. That's a tribute to The Shining. And um, for people that are horror buffs, I think they get enjoyment out of that in that respect. Mm-hmm. And then also, the material on the show is so... Like, sometimes, like... And you know me. Like, I'm I'm not, like, extremely vulgar. But, like, mm-hmm. I think I'm, I'm, like, a crass... You know, personality at times. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, sure you don't. And um, sometimes I'm like, oh, shit. They just went there on the television show? It's amazing what they can get away with on FX. Oh, it is unbelievable. Because, like, we we watch a fair amount of FX shows. We watch Justified, which is a favorite um, we watch Always Sunny once in a while. Yeah. I like that, I think, more than you do. But we watch I like that. it. I just never see it. Yeah, we don't really it. catch up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, FX gets away with a lot. They really do. A lot of man-ass. Like, a Tons ton of, of man-ass. Man yeah. And then just in terms of cursing, like, just... Um, yeah, like, cocksucker. Yeah, they and, like, say all cock a yeah. bunch. Yeah, they do. And just the themes, like, the last show we saw, and actually, I think we missed one of them, so we don't know how this turned out. Right. So, listener, if, if you're completely caught up on it, you know more than we do. hmm But in the last show that we saw, some chick showed up, and it's said it at a mental institute in, like, the 60s yeah. in New England. Yeah. 
run by nuns and priests and, and yeah. apparently Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> because this chick showed up and is claiming to be Anne Frank. Pardon yeah. me? Yes, that Anne Frank. Of, yes. of the diary. Yes. We you might know like, her from the diary. Jaws dropped. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, you know, it's a, the show's always had a little bit of bad taste. Yes. And it's like there's absolutely. ghosts in gimp suits raping girls. Yeah. And then they get pregnant with a gimp yeah. ghost baby. And yeah. it's like, well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But now it's like, guess what? She's Anne Frank. Exactly. And she's alive. Surprise. Surprise. Let's see how this pans out. Mm-hmm. She didn't really die in the Holocaust. You should never really tie the Holocaust <laughs> into an FX show if you can afford Ooh. it. Because it gets a little funky. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, But yeah, it's it's good. It's definitely sort of pushing some boundaries, especially for just like a basic cable show. Yeah, like it definitely will make you cringe, like without question. Yeah, if anything, it feels like this sort of took the spot of true blood back in its heyday. Yes. Yes, like a, I agree. a lot of crazy shit happened all at once. Yeah, but mm-hmm. at least it's semi enjoyable. Right, and I like Jessica Lange. She's the main character of the mm-hmm. season. Both seasons. Yeah, and she was a strong character the last season mm-hmm. as well. And um, I never really paid attention to anything she was in before, mm-hmm. but I think the last season more so than this season because there's so many other things going on. Mm-hmm. I um I was very surprised at her uh, her acting ability. I thought she did really good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She's a really good actress. Mm-hmm. And just the the accents between like yeah. last accent last season was a southern accent now it's like a hardcore Boston accent yeah it's like that's like, not does, easy yeah, to she do yeah she does a good job mm-hmm. all right I'm watching this zombie movie Danny Trejo is an ugly motherfucker oh he is like the ugliest dude right yeah he is but that's why he's been in so many freaking movies I guess if you're a character actor like it helps to be like super ugly yeah instead of just like running the mill ugly yeah. Yeah, you have to have some distinctive features. Mm-hmm. And ugliness is definitely, definitely taken into as a factor. <laughs> uh, we talked about American Horror Story, so on the same kind of horror kick, we can actually talk about Walking Dead now since we did our spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, we are into the second season of Walking Dead. Um, again, I forget how many episodes. Deep I think Boy it's are, like the third or fourth season. Is it really? Yeah, it's been on for a while. Thir- third season. I think so, yeah. First season was kind of boring. Second season was The Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Third season is this one. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, Thelma, (laughs) they are uh, shacked up in a prison now. Uh And the beginning part of the season was them like clearing out the prison of the zombies. Right. Making it a sweet little place to call home. Yep. Get your bedroom on. And basically, so they're in a prison. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. Um, The blonde girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who um who linked up with uh um a girl named uh Michonne. I wrote that down. Good job. Who's the girl that walks around with the uh samurai sword? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, the two, two zombies, zombies without their arms or teeth yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um they've stumbled upon this other community, I don't know how far away it is, whatever. Right, with the governor. Run by the governor. Uh-huh. Who is an interesting character so far. Yeah. And in my notes here I wrote down that he talks like Liam Neeson. Yeah. And we talked we talked about that when we were watching. It. We did. <laughs> this dude, I don't know if he's British. He's probably everybody's British. Yeah. <clears throat> but he does like his voice is the Liam Neeson I'm trying to have an American accent voice. Yeah. <laughs> like his taken voice. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Get under the bed. I possess many skills. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> They're going to take. But yeah, it's it's weird, and he kind of looks like Liam Neeson. He too. does, yeah, and he that's like that's kind of interesting. And then like one of the mm-hmm. big reveals of him was that he had like a wall of aquariums. Yeah, like, it was like fish zombie tanks heads with in like there. zombie heads. Yeah, and it's like oh, okay. Yeah, this is kind of weird. All right, yeah, we'll see where that's going. Yeah, but like the big thing that happened in the season thus far, and mm-hmm. we I think we missed an episode of this too. We so did, yeah. It's all gonna shake out. But one of the semi main ish characters 
uh, died. Yeah. <laughs> named T Dog. Yeah, T Dog. Well, the name like that. Yeah. Your days he has are numbered. To be black. Yeah. <laughs> With a name like T Dog, you have to be black. Yeah. But he was the black guy, the token black guy on the show. Right. And I think we actually called that he was probably going to bite the dust. Yeah, episode. he had some kind of change of heart, and he had a lot more screen time. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, here's another black actor mm-hmm. who's going to be." And I was like, "Uh oh," in this Uh-oh. scene for a little while, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" If if we know anything from TV, <laughs> it's that you can't have two black guys. No, that's a gang. Mm-hmm. That's a gang <laughs> in Alabama. That's a gang. Yeah. So as soon as we saw the other black guy get some screen time, we're like, oh, T-Dog, he's yeah. numbered. And yeah. so, sure enough, mm-hmm. he got zombie 20 minutes bit. later. Yeah, and he then got... he sacrificed himself for the good of the gang. Right. And he got tore up by the zombies. And yeah. We're like, oh, shit, they got T-Dog. And mm-hmm. we were like, oh, that's it for the show. They mm-hmm. ate one of the main people. Yeah. And then a couple minutes later... Um, Lori. Lori, the, mm-hmm. the wife of the main guy, Rick, mm-hmm. um, who had been pregnant for quite some time, goes into labor. Yeah. And it's her and another girl From and her son, yeah. such and such. Carl. Carl, yeah. Fucking Carl. Fucking Carl. So they're they're sequestered from the rest of the group. They can't get away because mm-hmm. they're zombies up, up in Everywhere. the prison. Yeah. So she goes into labor and something goes awry mm-hmm. and they have to cut the baby out and basically she dies. Yeah. Straight up dies. Very quickly, I might add. Mm-hmm. And then her son has to shoot his mom in the face. Yeah. Because she's going to turn into a zombie. But what I find interesting is that they don't actually show you that he... When he shot her? Yeah. It was off screen. Yeah. Which might be like a big reveal later in the season. It that might. It's like, like, oh, I'm a zombie mom. Yeah. Mm, here's my C-section scar. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to do a spinoff called Zombie Mom. <laughs> on, on TLC. I like it. <laughs> Zombie mom in Manhattan. <laughs> With honey boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. So many cheese puffs. <laughs> but yeah, that one actually shocked me. Like, I never read the comics or anything. I, yeah. I don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I, I did not expect her to die. Not that soon, at least. I mean... Yeah, at uh, least spread out. Because she was, like, one of the main characters. She was yeah. annoying as shit. She wasn't good character. Yeah, no, she was a douchebag. And <laughs> ever since they killed Shane... Is mm-hmm. that his name, Shane? I was like, I didn't really think that she had much of a role in the show aside from being pregnant. So it was like, eh. I had thought they were going to go a different round. I thought that the baby was going to be a zombie. Yeah, we they were talking about that. that yeah. If the baby was still born or something. Yeah. Then it would have been born a zombie. Exactly. And I thought it was going to eat his way out of her stomach. Which would have been pretty badass. Yeah. But they did, they did that in Dawn of the Dead. So I guess that one had yeah. sort of been done. They didn't yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Right. Meh. Yeah. So we'll see what's happened. We're we're an episode behind, but um, yeah, we should definitely watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's also a good show, and I think way better than the last season. At least more consistent than the last season. Yeah, the last season was really like there really wasn't much going on aside from the Shane drama. Yeah, it, it makes sense that they want to. Um, oh shit, Danny Trejo turned oh, into a zombie. Shit, how deep are we in this movie? Forty-seven 40, minutes yeah. deep. Danny Trejo's a zombie. Holy shit! <laughs> Easy money. He's chasing this guy around. <laughs> uh, he looks good. Yeah, he, looks he actually looks guys. better as a zombie. He looks about the same, to be honest. <laughs> they just have color contacts <laughs> and a little bit of blood on else. his mouth. They're like, no, nah, you're ugly enough. That's fine. Oh, uh, this guy's gonna. Oh shit! <laughs> Cut him with a chainsaw. Yep. Oh dang! In the stomach. Yeah, go for the head. Yeah, man. like what? That was a half-ass effort to kill oh, the zombie. He, oh, yeah, axe he axed to the him head. in the brain. There we okay, go. you're done, Danny. Yeah. Machete. 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 Uh, anything else with Walking Dead? Uh, yeah, yeah I don't it's know. it's good. What's his face came back? 
The one armed dude. Oh yeah, the one armed guy from the first. Se- he was gone for a while. He was gone yeah. for the whole second season. Yeah, he sure was. Mm-hmm. We're we're making a podcast. I don't know if I played it for you, but there's an episode of one of my favorite podcasts is called Doug Loves Movies, mm-hmm. which I know we played the show for you. Yeah, but there was an episode with this dude whose name escapes me, but mm-hmm. the one armed guy in Walking Dead. He was in Slither. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He was. I'm not gonna ask Siri because we're running out of time. But that dude, you can fucking IMDb him if you want to, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was an, a guest on Doug Loves Movies, and he was drunk. <laughs> I'm not surprised at that. And, like, everyone, like, we, we make a podcast, and yeah. we've learned after, you know, a year yeah. or so that the trick to doing a podcast is to have a couple of drinks. It's true. Not too many drinks. No. I don't think we've ever done, well... We did. All right. <laughs> Tune in at the end of the month, and you'll hear one. But generally, we'll have a couple glasses of wine or whatever. Right. But this dude was drunk. Ooh. And, like, belligerent and just sort of wandering off stage and stuff. Oh, and shit. it was... Awesome. Ooh. Yeah. I'll have to check so, that out. Yeah, everybody look that up on iTunes. It's worth finding. That sounds awesome. I um, love a good train wreck. But we were discussing, and actually this episode might go long, because we're going to fucking... We're going to get all up in this shit. Actually, no. I'm making an executive decision. We'll talk about oh? season one. How about that? Okay. And bring it in on time. And then we'll talk season two all in the right. next episode. That works. But the reason that we haven't seen a lot of our shows and are <clears throat> uh, completely up to date on some things mm-hmm. and are slipping... <laughs> in our podcast duties is because we've been watching the shit out of The Wire. Yeah, we are hopelessly addicted to it. For the last six years, seven years, whenever it went off the air, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people that I respect greatly have been like, you have to watch The Wire. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down with that. And once in a while, I would try and catch an episode if they had a rerun on HBO or something yeah. like that. And I would watch a one-off mm-hmm. from one season. Right. And be like, like the acting's good, mm-hmm. but I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah. I don't know why these people are talking about the stuff they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those shows that you can't just pick it up. The, like, yeah, there are very few it. shows that are completely serialized. Yeah, And agreed. this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, even season to season, you wouldn't know what the fuck was up. Yeah, you really like, wouldn't. Like, you have to watch the whole thing. Because everything ties in. Yeah, and we, we started watching it maybe three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe a month Being ago, something that. like that. Yeah, it wasn't Maybe. that long ago. Yeah, and we are currently uh, a decent bit into season three. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have, have been an addiction. Fucking mainlining these shows. Yeah. Um, and another reason we didn't watch it right away was because it wasn't easily accessible. No. HBO has some kind of dumb contract. Like we have Netflix mm-hmm. Instant, and it wasn't on there. And you can't watch the whole show on demand. Mm-mm. It's just like, well, we can't just like. Yeah, you can't just hop into like yeah, third or fourth that's the whole season. Point. Mm-hmm. So. We were kind of waiting out. We didn't want to buy the whole DVD set for no. like 80 bucks or whatever. So event- finally we got HBO Go by a fluke. And now we're like, oh, we should watch The Wire. Uh-huh. So we started and it was like, the first episode, this is pretty good. Uh-huh. And we watched like the next two and was like, man, this is good. Yep. And now it's just like, shit. It's like, like why can I watch The Wire? This is easily in my top TV shows ever. And oh, yeah. season three, it might take the top spot. Agreed. Like, it's really might take the top spot. Yeah. Over uh, like... Lost is different. Lost... It's completely different. I love, but is right. not... Like, there are a bunch of chunks of that. They're like, eh, Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but even, like, Sopranos mm-hmm. and, like, um, Deadwood and Mad Men and Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, like, this is better. I completely agree with you on that. And I think, you know, a large part of that has to do with the fact that it is so true to life. Yeah. Because... And it's just so complicated. 
It is. Like, nothing is fucking easy at all on yeah. that show. Yeah. Yeah, at it, all. There are so many moving pieces, and then yeah. it's, it's like a fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, yeah. where towards the end of the season, they just start pulling all these strings together. Uh-huh. It's like, what? Yeah, it blows your mind. Like, none of that stuff was connected <laughs> no. ten episodes ago. No. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. But anyhow, uh, like I, I promised... Um, uh, especially for Wire fans, we'll we'll spread this out a little bit, mm-hmm. and then hopefully maybe we'll catch up with ourselves down the line. Yeah. Um. But we'll talk about the first season. I like the first the season. Wire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're they're all fucking. Good. Yeah. I still like the first one the best. Really? Mm-hmm. The second one, I was wishy washy on for the first couple of epi- episodes. Yeah. Just because it was like, oh, now we're at a dock. I don't want to talk too much about the second yeah, season. Yeah, we but... won't get into it, but I have my reasons behind why I didn't well, like the second season as much. Okay. The third season, I'm definitely back into it like I was mm-hmm. for the first one. So the first one focuses um, basically on like cops and robbers, pretty much. Yeah, it's, in Baltimore. It, yeah, it's in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the cops that are chasing the drug dealers. Yeah, and mind you, this, I believe, came out in 2002. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of humorous to see the technology. Yeah, I, I wrote that down yeah because they're you know they're about you know they're tech savvy police people Mm -hmm. and the whole point you know it's a show about a wire and wiretaps yeah it's about drug dealers the head of the drug dealers Mm -hmm. yeah the technology they're using Mm -hmm. so the first season they're using pagers yep and payphones (laughs) and at some point i forget if it was first or second season but somebody was like what's he doing yeah oh i think he's text messaging yeah it was the second How's season. How's he do that? Yeah. It's like, what does what? that mean? <laughs> How Excuse does that happen? Me? It's like, holy shit, this is old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so first season is about the cops. It's about them tracking uh, the drug crew of Avon Barksdale. The yes. sort of main bad guy. Yeah. Of the first season. He's the big cheese. So it's, there, and I, I like how the first season basically breaks down into half of it, like, runtime-wise, is mm-hmm. dedicated to the cops, and the other half is to the drug dealers. Right. And it's not like... And it's weird, but, like, all the characters are so well-rounded. <laughs> Our cat just jumped up on the couch like a fucking crazy person. <laughs> With the toy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But all the characters are so well-rounded that even, like, the bad guys, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. are, like, likable. Yeah. Like, you care about all the characters And they do bad respect. shit and, like, yeah. terrible stuff. Yeah, awful things. But, like, it's like a person. They humanize yeah, it's all, all aspects it's, of it. And it's all about more than somebody's like, oh, that guy's, like, evil. Right. Or that guy's a bad guy. It's like people making mistakes. Right. And I think what... On both One sides. of the things that the show did, which was really good, was that they really took the time to kind of outline, you know, okay, these people aren't on the corner selling drugs because they want to. Yeah. Like, this is their life. This is what they were brought up with, and this is what all their family members did. This mm-hmm. is all that they know. Yeah. So they really took their time to outline that, as well as get you kind of comfortable with, you know, the, the life of a cop. Because, you know, the characters that, that are portrayed in the show... <laughs> I cut just playing with this toy. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, even the cops, it's like, you know, it's a different breed mm-hmm. from the working class man that, yeah. you know, goes out to I don't know, like a construction site and comes yeah, up. Like a nine to five, day. whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And more than anything, it's about how shitty Baltimore is. Oh yeah. And like how that's making all of this mm-hmm. possible, good, right. bad, and otherwise. Right. Is it like it's it's a situation where this kind of thing can happen. Right. Well wasn't the uh was it the writer? I think both the writers. Yeah. One of the writers was an actual homicide detective, mm-hmm. and the other one was a uh, 
wrote for the Baltimore Sun or something, yeah, or the Herald or something, mm-hmm. um, as as a homicide beat. Yes. So like they're fucking into it. Yeah. So like they're and, uh, they're the, the guys that uh, did homicide the show back in the day, right? Which I really liked with a uh, Sabrina guy. Yep. Tie in. <laughs> um. Call back. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, it's um. You know, it's interesting to see in the police force, and, you know, I have a couple of friends that are in the police field that, you know, the politics that go along with it. Yeah, all the bureaucracy, 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 <laughs> yeah. we are not even that drunk. Nope. <laughs> and, yeah, like, how many people are trying to do good things, but then they get... Shot like, down. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, like, as true to life as that could possibly be. Oh, absolutely. And it comes down to money, and they don't have that in the budget. Well, yeah. Somebody does one dumb thing that affects the whole investigation or mm-hmm. effects like people somebody might get shot because of one dumb mistake yeah yeah it was fucking rough um buh, 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 buh. Uh, we were talking about the characters and how um well fleshed out they are and yeah. how even if they don't do a dumb thing or make a mistake or mm-hmm. do something terrible right how they could still be likable or right. fun to watch on screen and the one i wrote down was uh prez Belusky. The um the the white guy the detective guy oh yeah 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 started the season yeah as the biggest dick yeah he was like the biggest douchebag <laughs> and like he was he was real like gun happy mm-hmm. and then early in the season and mm-hmm. it's not spoilers at this point because you know what you know, yeah hopefully you know what the fuck is up mm-hmm. if you're listening but he shoots a kid in the face no he pistol whipped him oh yeah he, either way yeah but he he pissed the whips the kid in the face and the kid loses his eye yeah he's blind in one like eye. like more or less completely innocent black kid in the projects right pissed the whips in the eye yeah blind for life in one eye right just because like they were drinking and they were like let's go rattle some black people yeah exactly so like wow yeah that guy's a dick mm-hmm. and it turns out like He's he gets just, put on desk duty. Yeah, he gets put on desk duty, and it he, turns out he's just, like, a desk cop, and that's where yeah. he really shines, and he's not good at being in the field. Right, but and he's like, amazing when they were sort of under work. pressure, then uh-huh. he just snapped and did something stupid right. and had this terrible consequence. Mm-hmm. So, in the first couple episodes, he does an awful thing, mm-hmm. and now it's like, I love that guy. That yeah. guy's a great character. Exactly. Like, he's which is essential. amazing. Yeah, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is something few shows can do. Like, the fact that, like, we talked about the Sopranos, the mm-hmm. fact that people can empathize with Tony Soprano, who's, like, right. when it comes down to it, a cold-blooded killer and right. a womanizer and mm-hmm. just a bad guy. Terrible man. Really. Mm-hmm. But you're always kind of pulling for him. Mm-hmm. It's the same, like, when it's human enough, right. you realize that they're just people. Yeah. And, and more they make often good decisions not, yeah. and bad decisions. A product of their environment. Yeah. And, you know, you just make a dumb decision and it has consequences. I kind of feel like, um, I know you have it written down here, mm-hmm. uh, D'Angelo. Yep. And that was another, one of the, the most human characters. Yeah. Yeah, who, agreed. Who was part of the, like, the drug gang. Yes. And, like, the first episode starts out where it's D'Angelo's trial, and um, people are testifying against him because apparently he had shot somebody and mm-hmm. killed them in, I don't know, some kind of scuffle over drugs or whatever. And uh, he gets off with the murder because they intimidate the witnesses, and mm-hmm. somebody, like, recants cancer statement so you're like oh well this guy's gonna be a dick yeah you know like he fucking murdered somebody and got off for it and it it sort of starts the way he's talking um, right early in the season he's like sort of bragging to some of the other guys in in the the drug gang like yeah i shot this woman yeah um you know because i'm an enforcer and all that kind of stuff right and it turns out he didn't really do it no it was somebody around for it yeah Mm mm-hmm 
And, uh, you know, you can see the moral struggle that he has. Yeah, more than anybody, like, he's his whole art that season, in the first season, is trying to get out. Yeah. Like, he starts way deep into it. Mm-hmm. He's, like, really running um, one of the corners. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he sees how things are sort of done mm-hmm. that he doesn't agree with. And then mm-hmm. he gets further and further and further away yeah. with it. And then he sees, you know, the younger kids that are getting involved with it. And mm-hmm. he, it seems like he try to take on a protective role of, like, well, are you sure you really want to do this? You, you're young. You yeah. can do this and, and then that. he becomes one of the, like, nicest and most relatable characters. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's impressive. Another person I'm going to talk about yeah. that is my one of my favorite characters on the exactly, show. Yeah. You know who I'm going to mm-hmm. say is um, Omar. Yeah, I think that's everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah, if we ask, how can he not be? He is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and even like he, there's definitely facets. Mm-hmm. Like there are sides to him, but out of everybody, and I think that's the reason that everybody likes him so much is yeah. he's the most TV character. Yes, out of everybody. Yes, you he know? is. Uh huh. Like his whole deal, like. Is revenge. Yes, it is. And, you know, he, his shtick on the, on the show is that, you know, he's going around and he's robbing all these drug dealers. Yeah, very kind of Robin Hood. Yeah, very Robin Hood. And then he goes back to his kind of, you know, part in the projects and then he's like helping out. Some of the addicts like, here, take this for free or here's some money for you or whatever. We, <laughs> we, we are still up. We're going to get back to The Wire and mm-hmm. Omar. But we were still watching this bullshit zombie movie on sci-fi. And just like we were talking about a moment ago in The Walking Dead, they are giving a zombie C-section right this moment. Yep, as we speak. So they cut this lady's stomach open, I think on the Golden Gate Bridge. Yep, looks like it. And it's a ooey-gooey plastic doll. Very plastic. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, now that's Real baby. Fake baby. <laughs> Real baby. Real baby. <laughs> Fake baby. Yep. Yeah, this is pretty bad. Oh, sci-fi movies. Yeah. All right, we'll keep our eyes on this. Yeah. Oh, it's turning into a zombie. The baby is? Yeah, his eyes are changing. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. Drop that baby. Oh, she dropped the baby. Oh, my God. Oh, she's stepping on it. Holy shit. Oh, no. Wow. She just curbed a baby. Yeah. (laughs) In a big way. She annoyed that baby. (laughs) She sure fucking did. Wow. I'll let we stop for that. Me too. (laughs) And we're done. (laughs) Foreshadowing. All right, so back back to Omar. This one's going to go a little bit long, but we've got to talk about yeah. season one. But anyway, so he's robbing people, and he's helping out, you know, people that are down on his luck. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's a homosexual, and he has, you know, his lover. Which is another, like, not, like, shocking. It shouldn't be shocking in the least. No, but it kind of is in the respect that you don't really but in, hear about it. in that community, for sure, yeah, that's absolutely. a very, still, still taboo more so than it is mm-hmm. uh, in other communities. It is. So, like, the fact that, like, they sort of barely even made a thing of it. Yeah. Like... And that was in 2002. Yeah, which is really which saying something. Which is pretty something. cool. Yeah, agree. But, like, he's this super badass guy, and, mm-hmm. like, he walks around with a shotgun and a fucking bulletproof vest and, like, a duster. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's gay. But, yeah. like, they don't give that much of a shit that he's gay. Yeah, which exactly. Is impressive for it back is. then. It is. It is. His, his whole arc, we said it was revenge, but basically his boyfriend, um, the Barksdale crew... Yeah. Uh... Found out that he robbed him. Yeah. And then they found his boyfriend somewhere Mm -hmm. or another. And tortured him. And they basically tortured the guy. And killed him. And burned him with cigarettes and all kinds of terrible shit and killed him. Yeah. So then Omar's arc became about trying to get back, which even, again, in season three, that's Mm -hmm. still playing out. 
Yeah. And I think probably, I think there's five seasons of the show. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably going to go the whole way. Yeah, I have a feeling it will too. And, you know, don't spoil us either. We're in the third season Mm -hmm. and we don't know what's coming up. So don't tell us what happens to who and when and who might die and so forth. But... I mean, he's just, I mean, he has pretty funny Mm one-liners. And, um, you know, he's a cocky son of a bitch. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's good at what he does. Mm -hmm. And, um... I don't know. Like, just for some reason, I just think he's fucking hilarious. He's yeah. a badass. And, yeah. like, you know, everybody knows Omar's coming around because he whistles when he walks down the yeah. street. Like, like I said, everybody else on the show is so realistic. Agreed. So realistic. Agreed. And then he's, like, he's still realistic, but he's a little bit more on the... Yeah. We're telling a story. Right. Check out this guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, like, he's mythical. Yeah. In in this context. Right. Like, he walks around whistling so yeah. people know he's coming. Uh-huh. Like, it's just awesome. Yeah. Agreed. Um, who else can we talk about on the show? Talk McNulty. Fred Velusky. Uh, yeah, McNulty is sort of the main character. Yeah, he's, like, one of the first detectives. One of the main cop characters. Uh-huh. But even, even he, like, I like that there aren't any main characters. Agreed. Here. Like, everybody has their own. Like, he gets time. a little bit more screen time maybe mm-hmm. than yeah. other people. And In mostly the first it's just, like, because he's a drunk. Exactly. But, um... I think it's interesting to see that, you know, you can tell that his character gets so engrossed with the investigation that um, when they're getting their commands that, you know, they need to back off and what mm-hmm. have you. He just straight up ignores yeah. all of it. And it's for very selfish reasons, which play out later in the in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it, you again, you can identify with that. Like, you can see people and that it's just, like, regardless, they're, like, blinders on. Like, this is all they can see. This is yeah. all that they can focus on. And something, <clears throat> I don't think it's a spoiler for the rest of the show or anything, but I heard that in his whole run on the show, mm-hmm. um, McNulty, McNulty, right? Yeah. I keep wanting to say thing nutty, like bubbles. <laughs> We'll talk about Bubbles, too. Yeah, Bubbles is awesome. But I, I, I read something, or I saw something, but apparently he doesn't shoot his gun. Really? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, pretty much, like, the main cop character. Yeah. In a cop show. Wow. And he doesn't shoot his gun. That's actually true, yeah. I haven't seen him shoot it Which off is at all. Which is, like, awesome when yeah. you think about it. Uh-huh. When you think about, like, fucking CSI, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. Right. They're always sh- whipping out the gun yeah, all the time. off of people, yeah. Yeah, constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, at the most opportune moment. But, like, when you think about it, like, he's a cop, and, like, most cops, more than likely, I don't know what the percentages are, I'm not a cop or anything. They don't really use their guns that much. Yeah. Yeah, they really don't. Maybe you take it out, but, like, the percentage of cops that actually fire their gun at a person, yeah, probably pretty low. Yeah. And there's a lot of paperwork involved with Yeah, that. I'm sure there, there is. Yeah. Agreed. But, like, I think that's cool. Like, it's that realistic that the main hero of the show, if you want to say that, is a cop who doesn't shoot his gun the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's not, like, even a thing. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's actually really true. But they use, like, paperwork and, like, talking to politicians and Uh shit. (laughs) Like, it's so realistic. And it sounds boring when you talk about it like that. It does, but it's not. But it's fucking fascinating. It is. It really is. Because I, I think it's a sign of television um as far as cop related shows are that you know mostly like you said before is glamorized with a oh i'm going to shoot this this robber in the leg and i'm going to take this guy yeah. down and yeah. stuff like it's that all, it's, it's all it's all so in the fake. field but in essentially there is a ton of paperwork mm-hmm. and politics involved yeah with you know that profession yeah and i think first season two but certainly in the second and third but um how much of it is just like names on a board mm-hmm. and it's like like 
we always talk about how like, oh, it's the end of the month. The cops are going to pull you over because yeah. they got to reach their quota for tickets or whatever, <laughs> yeah. which I think is a real thing. I'm, it again, is. I'm not in law enforcement. <laughs> if you are, you know, get, write us an email. Yeah. Let us know what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely ignorant. <laughs> I, I completely cop to that. Uh. Cop to that. Uh. It's a problem. <laughs> but like how much of being a homicide detective is like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Like we have all these unsolved cases on the board mm-hmm. and we have to clear that to get more money in the budget yeah, and to be able to afford better computers and like, yeah. cars and stuff. Exactly. And again, it's like when we're talking about it, it seems like we're talking about watching the nightly news or something terribly yeah. boring. Yeah. <laughs> but it is the most awesome show in the world. It's very engrossing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else did we want to talk? Bubbles. bubbles. We should talk about Bubbles. I love Bubbles. I like Bubbles. Too. Yeah. Uh, again, completely sympathetic character. Agreed. Who, on most shows, would mm-hmm. be like the villain. Yeah, agreed. He's the the token addict. Yeah, he's, he's like uh, what a is it, heroin addict. I yeah, guess, it's, or crack. it's a heroin addict. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he's a heroin addict. He's mm-hmm. a snitch to mm-hmm. the cops. Yeah. Which you know, snitching generally is frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Snitches do in fact get stitches. <laughs> But, like, he seems like he would... Again, the fucking cat is laying on my notes for the podcast. He, he, laid, he did this last time, too. Yeah, he really I put one thing attention. down on the couch yeah. and he lays on top of it. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he's... In normal circumstances, he would be a bad guy or completely one-dimensional mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, a crack fiend or whatever. Yeah. But he's one of the most sympathetic, likable characters on the show. Yeah, like, you find yourself constantly rooting for him. Mm-hmm. And, again, with the relatability, I mean, I think everybody knows somebody that has addiction issues of some sort. I mean, yeah, to one extent or another. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting to see, you know, on the show that, you know, a lot of times they do realize... Um, how much of a left turn their life has taken. Yeah, and that's just that's fucking sad. Still not a it's deterrent. It's really sad. It is. Like, it's properly really sad. sad. Again, because it mm-hmm. seems like a real person. Yeah, exactly. Anything else season one? Kima. Yep, Kima. That's another one where it's sort of downplayed that she's a lesbian. Yeah. Which I liked. Like, all yeah. of it is just sort of thrown off, which, mm-hmm. be, especially from 2002, like you said, is yeah. very respectable. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But yeah, her character um, went undercover and ended up getting shot. Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. That was season eight. Yeah. yeah, and I was kind of hoping, I was like, oh, shit, are they going to write her off the show? Oh, that's that's something. We'll be laying on the couch, mm-hmm. watching the show, mm-hmm. and something will happen. They'll have a like, semi-ominous scene, and we're like, oh, they're going to get killed. Yep. And it never happens. Nope. <laughs> Which is, again, it's like it completely subverts what you think is going to happen in a television Which show. is really hard to do, I think. Yeah. It really is. And, and that's probably why we like it so much as well. Yeah, like it... It's so, like, so much of it is just mundane and talking about paperwork and getting court orders, uh-huh. but it's also constantly surprising uh-huh. just about the directions that the story takes. Yeah, you have no idea. And it's like on Mad Men, um, when the one dude gets his foot, like, cut up by a, yeah, a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, what the fuck? I did yeah. not see that coming. did not see that one coming, no. Because, you know, it's an office drama. <laughs> yeah. They're just in an office. <laughs> exactly. somebody gets run over with a lawnmower. Like, it's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. And it... It's the same with The Wire, just in that, like, we're so used to cop shows where mm-hmm. somebody will be, like, snitching or, like, talking behind somebody else's back, mm-hmm. and, like, they're a gangster, so it's like, oh, this guy's got shot in the back of the right. head, like, mm-hmm. by the end of the episode. No right. doubt. He's yeah. going to get shot. Uh-huh. 
and he doesn't. No. Like, ever. It's amazing. Yeah, keeps on going. I thought Bubbles was going to overdose like five times in the mm-hmm. first series, and he never did. Yeah, no, nobody knows. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, but that I think that's another thing, is that we have such preconceived notions of like what a cop show is, or right. what a show about gangsters is. Like, even from The Sopranos, which is still a, yeah. a, a different take on people in crime. Right. But that was still like, oh, this is like a TV show. No, I agree. And... Again, I think I say this every time we do an episode, but I feel like the majority of the people that watch America uh, television, mm-hmm. they really don't want to have to think yeah. when they're watching TV. And this is the ultimate, especially like we, we are watching these back to back to back Yeah, for weeks on end. Yeah. <laughs> but if this had been on HBO first time around uh-huh. in 2002, uh-huh. when I was a young child, uh-huh. like... In college, Jesus. I was still in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I was a freshman in college. Yeah. Or you were a freshman. Sophomore, something like that. Yeah. But if we had to wait, wait week to week. Oh my God. I I don't think I could have done it. I know, and because it's it's certainly it's fascinating. Yeah. But when you're able to watch big chunks of it, the you're story yeah. makes mm-hmm. so much more sense. It does. Everything connects better. Yes. You remember things from episodes before, and that's mm-hmm. an, like. They'll go episodes and seasons sometimes mm-hmm. without referencing something. Right. And it's like, oh, here's this guy. Yeah. And, it, like, the fact that it's five episodes, or five series, or five seasons mm-hmm. worth of TV where something can pop back up from right. technically years ago if you were watching it mm-hmm. the first time around, mm-hmm. it's, like, amazing. It is. And I'm going to tie back to that stupid show, 666 Park Avenue, mm-hmm. that we had watched, that in half the show... Mm-hmm. It feels like they spend time recapping yeah. what happened with that character in the previous show. Yep. It's like, oh, hey, Rhonda, you got better from that drug overdose you had when you got your head stuck in the elevator? That's awesome. Yeah. So, Betty, you're you're a maintenance <laughs> manager. How's that going for you? Do you go down to the basement sometimes in the yeah. middle of the night? Yeah, exactly. What if you found out? Yeah. <laughs> like, everything's exposition. Oh, yeah. It's awful. And this show is just the most... Respectful of the audience's intelligence. Agreed. That I've ever come across. I absolutely agree with you. You know? Because mm-hmm. even like uh, we talked about it earlier, and mm-hmm. this is, man, I hope you like The Wire, guys. Yeah, we're really <laughs> if, sorry if you don't. <laughs> if you don't, you're, you're gone. So yeah. fuck you guys. Watch The Wire if you're listening to this and haven't watched. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's totally worth it. <laughs> but um, we're, we talked about it before, but we are big Lost fans. Yeah. And that show was incredibly serious. Yes. Like, if you came in season three or something, you're like, yeah. oh, there's a smoke monster, like, and what what's fuck? this now? Yeah, what and... is this hatch? Like, what is going on? But even that show bent over backwards, because it was on network, network TV, uh-huh. to try and explain what the deal was. Right. At least a little bit, so people could still get up to speed. Agreed. And The Wire never explains a goddamn thing. No. There is no exposition whatsoever. No. Which is great. Yeah, it is. And I don't even think that there was on-demand, quote-unquote, back then, either. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of it, I mean, like, it's amazing that they didn't do that at all, because I don't think you had the option of watching episode after episode. And it really says something for HBO, too, because I've, I've heard that it was terribly bad ratings when it was on. Really? Which makes sense. It was on at the exact same time as The Sopranos. Yeah. At least they overlapped for a little bit. I don't think they started at the same time, but they were on at the same time for a stretch. And between the two shows, back then, when you can't, like, rewatch something or get it on Netflix or whatever the fuck, Mm -hmm. The Sopranos is a much more gratifying show. Right. And even that is still high concept. Like, that's a great TV show. Right. 
But at the end of the show, it's like, oh, here's your treat for watching the show. Yeah. This is what this is what we were building up for for this episode. Yeah. You and like you can still skip an episode of The Sopranos mm-hmm. and know what's going on. Right. And this, I guess, you would too, just sort of by osmosis. Like eventually, if you skipped one episode in a season, mm-hmm. you would probably figure out what happened more yeah. or less. But it's there are so few repeating elements. Right. And I think I really like the fact that they took their time to set up everything as much as they did. Yeah. Because the first few episodes, we're not going to lie, they're slow as shit. Yeah, but real slow. there's a reason for that. Slower than Mad Men, slower yeah. than Breaking Bad, usually not slow. Yeah, no. But every once in a while, you get like, a, an episode like where it's yeah, just purely set up. The first couple episodes, all of the seasons, are like super duper slow. Because you yeah. don't know what the, the deal is going to be that season. Exactly. And then once you see what they're kind of going for, then you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. And then at the end of the season, everything ties back together. Yeah. And the whole world is expanded. Yeah. That it's like, wow. Yeah, agreed. And the one the one thing that I've also read is that it's like Charles Dickens in that mm-hmm. it's the most fully realized real world mm-hmm. full of like real seeming characters. But mm-hmm. it's like first season... This isn't really spoilery. No. But first season is like cops and robbers. Second mm-hmm. season somehow ties like the dock workers and, yeah. and the unions mm-hmm. into the cops and robbers and expands yeah. it that much further. Right. Third season thus far is politicians. Yeah. And it expands it even further than that. And so right. It's just amazing. Yeah. The scope of it. It is. And it, I mean like, and again, it's, it's true to fucking life. Mm-hmm. Like that happens. You know, you read about it in the newspaper all the time and it's just like. It's kind of depressing in a sense. That yeah. it's like you have, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the, I think once we're done watching the whole show, when mm-hmm. you think back about it, it was like, that was a really good show, mm-hmm. and the world is fucked up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, man. I think LeVar Burton's cutting his arm off. Yeah, he sure is. Oh, my. The steak knife? What does he have? I don't know. Oh, oh he's he got a, a scalpel. A scalpel. Okay. Ew, right. he's just ripping his flesh off. Jordy. Okay. Things are going well. He's doing good. Yeah. Uh, Thelma, anything else? Wire? First just watch season? it, and yeah. we're God sorry damn. if you don't watch it or if you didn't like it, and you've tuned out like probably forty minutes ago. Yeah, um, you were long gone. Yeah, let's, let's be realistic. Yeah, but if you like The Wire, I hope you like this. Um, we're gonna do season two mm-hmm. uh, next month. In yep. what month is it? In December. December. Yeah. Uh, we'll do season three in January, and so forth and so on. Uh, always at the end of the episode. So if you are a dummy who hasn't watched The Wire yet, <laughs> and uh, you're still listening. Um, you can tune out early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shit. We've gone way over time. We sure have. But we're just going to put out a super long episode and just talk about The Wire. Yeah. But um, we're going to be back next month um, for Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, around the middle of the month. Um, so tune back in. I hope you enjoyed at least the part of the show that wasn't about The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a fan, I hope you like this part too. <laughs> um, but for myself, uh, I have been Chris. And I've been Thelma. And uh, this was TV Craps. TV Craps. We'll see you soon. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Chris and Thelma are given a channel to watch on the TV. They talk about it and now it's a podcast. It's TV Craps.